Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. Oh, it was great for like six, seven months. And then what happened? I don't know, just some other problems creeped up that weren't expected and like what? kind of drifted apart. Like what? Well, I guess the first one was she didn't want to sleep in the same room. Okay. This is the plate of Dennis Deegan. He says his soon-to-be ex-wife maliciously damaged his vehicle when he told her he wanted a divorce. And no matter what he does, he can't seem to get her to pay what she owes him. He's had enough of the royal runaround he's been getting and looks forward to finally ending things once and for all in this court as he seeks the $5,000 he's owed. This is the defendant, Jamie. She says the plaintiff became very jealous of her and her friends. The age difference between them didn't help matters, but he was always grumpy and no fun to be with. This guy has lied to the cops by telling them she tried to kill him. He's lying about the damage to the vehicle, and this lawsuit is just his lame attempt to somehow hurt her even more than he already has. She's accused of going to town on a car. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, how did you two meet? Uh, we met in South America. I was on a vacation trip. Where? Colombia. Okay, what city? Cali. And how did you two meet? Somebody introduced you or you ran into each other or what? Uh, we ran into each other online, talked a little bit. Okay, and you dated for how long? I'd say about maybe 10 years before we got serious. How did you become serious all of a sudden? Were you spending more time in Cali? Yes, we okay. spent more time together. Did she come here? Yes, I brought her up and her daughter up on vacation a couple times okay. with a tourist visa. And we seem to be very compatible. Okay, so can I ask you a question? How old are you? I will be 60. And how old are you? 38. 38. 38. Okay, go on. Things were progressing very nicely. So okay. we decided, I guess in 2014 it was, become engaged. And we started working on the visa stuff for our permanent uh, residency visa here. Okay, and did you succeed? Oh, yeah. So you got her and her daughter to America when? They arrived in end of July 2018. So four years later. It took four years? About two. Okay. Yeah, we started the visa application after we got married. Okay, when did you get married? February <laughs> of 2016. Okay, and where did you get married? There or here? There. Okay, so what happens? They finally come, it's 2018, and how does it work? Oh, it was great for like six, seven months. And then what happened? 
I don't know, just some other problems creeped up that weren't expected and like what? kind of drifted apart. Like what? Well, I guess the first one was she didn't want to sleep in the same room. Okay. That's kind of hard on a newlywed couple. And what were the reasons that she would give? Uh, she can't sleep with anybody else. Okay. So, you know, we tried to work through that. Um, there was, I don't know. Now that she was in America, did you feel like maybe she didn't like you that much? No, for not for, you know, the first six months, it was just like heaven. I, God, I was so happy. So then what is the reason you attribute the turn to then from six months to six months on one day? Were there arguments? What was it? There's some things which I found out along the way that I can't discuss here in court because of Why? other cases. Because what? There's other cases pending. So what? Well, how does that mean you can't discuss it? I'm, I'm trying to understand and get at the root of which of you is going to be lying to me today, because oh. one of you is. So I need to understand what the dynamics are. I know for a fact, because you've discussed it plenty, right. and mm -hmm. so has she, that there have been protection orders and criminal case. There's a criminal case pending. I know all that. So is that what you're referring to? No. Okay, then what are you referring to? Her husband in Colombia. Okay, and what? Her husband in Meaning Columbia. that she that she is a bigamist. She filed improperly her um, immigration visa. She's still married, technically, to the gentleman in Colombia. All right, let's talk to you. What happened here? You spent a long time. You knew him a long time. Were you in love with him? Yes, of course. I was really in love of him for many many years. And then we got married, and then uh, we made everything, the papers, the visa. And How uh, often would you see each other when you were still in Cali and he was, uh, where are you from, Long Island? Yes, and you were, you were in New York. How often would you guys see each other? He was going to Colombia every three times per year, something okay. like that. In the, that was not 10 years, that was 13 years going. 13 years. 13 okay. years. Okay, go on. Yeah, and he was going and coming, going and coming. And we was just friends for the start. And then we uh, we contact more times and more and more more more, and then we come to live here because when he was going there for vacation, that was amazing. He was a nice man. My family loved him. But after it came, so you to get married. You get you come to the United States with your daughter. With my daughter, with my permanent visa. Yes. With your permanent visa. So yeah. now you're here. All right. The first six months, he says, were great. You guys were getting along great. Everything was fine. Is that true or not true? It's true. It's okay. Really then true. what happened? What because went wrong? I was using the house and always, and I was cleaning. I was taking care of everything in the house. But uh, when he say, okay, it's enough. I don't have too much money. I, you have to help me uh, with everything in the house. I say, okay, because he say, I pay the car. He gave me, gave me the car as a present. The when car in question, he gave it to you as a present? A present when I come to live here. Why isn't it in your name? They try in the dealer. The man in the dealer, the dealer. Is that he tried to, to put- Did the dealer try to put my, it in her name? My name down, the car. Yes or no? No. Yes. Why did you just go like that? Because that's very non-convincing. Well, so according to you, how do you get the car? It was a present for Christmas? No, it's just because I come to live here. Okay. And I was using his car. He said, nah, you don't need my car. Uh, you need to be, uh, uh, you need yourself car. He and, has Independent. He, independent, So yes. he gives you a car and then what happens? And then um, that was everything fine. But when he say, oh, I spent too much money in the security car, for this, your cell phone, for food and everything, the taxes. So he suggests that maybe it's time for you to get a job. Yeah, and I say, okay, I will get a job. Okay. When I got a job, 
Uh, what job did you get? I got a job bartender. Bartending. bartending. Okay. And then I was, of course, I was working in the night. And he was, he's actually working every time in the night also. So that was fine. But when I come to leave, uh, to stay in the house in the night, I just want to sleep. And he was sleeping also. So uh, uh, I was so tired because for that time I was working 11 hours in the bartender. So after that, I, of course, working in there, I made a couple of friends, two, two, three friends. Okay. And that's it. So did your husband not like that, that you had made your own friends and had your own yeah. life and weren't sleeping in the marital bed anymore? He was fine. And then? And then, I don't know, uh, uh, he was so jealous and always jealous and jealous. He say, uh, you have more friends uh, here living in six months than me living in here in all, the, the, all my life. He okay. has no friends. And it was bothering him, why? Because you were spending time away from him or because you were on the phone all the time? Because what? No, I was working a lot, many hours, 10, 12 hours. I was working hard. All right. So does it come as a surprise when he says, this isn't working out, I want a divorce? Were you surprised? I was so surprised. And he said, no, I, use, I will sell the house and I will go back to Colombia because if you are good here, you can stay here with your daughter. Okay. So you, sp you speak to a divorce lawyer and he speaks to a divorce lawyer. Your divorce lawyer tells you don't leave the house. That's a bad tactical move in a divorce, which is true. And um, you should stay there because then it looks like you're the one abandoning the marriage. And, you know, we're going to fight about all this stuff later. So let's, you know, so you don't leave the house. And then what happens? After that, three days later, he, he take the plates in the car, from the car. Uh, he come with the police to take the plates. And you, the you're both in the house and the police come? Yeah, I was there in the house. And the police Early, come, and he's with the police, and he's taking the plates off. Yeah, and I told the police why he made that. He, 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 this is the car that he gave me of a present. And the police say, it is down his name, so he's making exactly okay, what he wanted to do. Okay, now, according to you, the reason that you were doing that is because she had taken off for three days. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and you didn't know where she was? Were you calling her, worried about her? After she failed her driver's test for the fourth time, Okay. Fourth time, brilliantly. Don't talk to her and don't... We, uh, ins whoa, 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 stop. Yes, ma'am. Do not talk to her and don't be sarcastically insulting her yes, in my courtroom. Go ahead. Uh, naturally, she was upset. She grabbed the keys to the vehicle. Did her lack of driving skills bother you any when you were dating her and when you brought her over here, when you married someone? Her lack of driving skills only... Who looks like her? Did that bother you? That, no. That, that, the only uh, thing that bothered me was the ticket scholar. she was racking that stuff up. stuff wasn't coming up to play. Oh, she's very smart. Oh, okay. She's very smart. Oh, why, why that little side brilliantly? Why was that? What was that about? That well, you just she has a difficulty listening at times. Mm, to what sometimes you... they just won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in any event, after she fails her fourth driving test brilliantly, what happens? we on the way home. She's having a, a conversation with her other friend in the car, on the phone. And basically, I guess she didn't realize that I was understanding what she was saying, but what I was hearing is, no, I'm with Dennis. No, that something, something, driving instructor, don't know what they're talking about, they failed me again. Oh no, don't worry, I'm carrying something in my pocketbook. If he tries anything, I'll use it. Okay. At which point I stopped conversing 
Why would she think that you were going to try something? I have no idea. Had there ever been any domestic violence between the two of you? Not to that point, no. What, to what point then? Well, to the point that I was finding kitchen knives under pillows where she sleeps, under the radiator. Why would she think she needs kitchen knives? I don't know, ma'am. Why did you think you needed, did you think you needed mm. knives? Is he just making that up? He's, it is, he lies so much. I didn't ever. Did you, were you talking to a friend and talking about uh, protection? No. All right. Can I, uh, so she takes, there's an argument, I guess, and then she takes off for three days? After I gave her the divorce papers and asked her, gave her a choice. What be, was the choice? Be the woman and the wife that, you know, you were for six months or contact this attorney and we can work out a, a reasonable no contest divorce. Okay. And then she takes off because you're upset. Where do you go for those three days? Or did you leave for three no, days? No, I stayed in the house. And you never left for three no, days? I never left. I was, because my attorney said, no, you have to stay there. So I really, I'm scared. I don't want to stay there. Did I'm you feeling... sleep anywhere else for three days? Like, did you stay with a friend? No. Because you were upset? Nothing. No, I right, was so going. You, so he comes with the police and he takes the plates off the car and then what happens? I went uh, to the police because my attorney told me, you have to go to the police because it is, it is going through the uh, divorce case. So he tells you to go to the police regarding the plates? Yep. Okay, and then what happens? The police told me, are you scared? Why are you so scared? I said, I don't know. I'm feeling that he's so grumpy. And they say, do you think he has a gun or something in his house? They say, oh, I remember that he showed me his gun. And I told the police, yes. But I say, I don't think he's going to use that gun against me because I don't know. I, I was not so scared, but, but I, I, I really, in that time, I didn't figure out he was going to be so bad and make so nasty divorce. Okay, so you tell the police about his gun and what yeah, happened? And the police say, okay, stay here, don't get out. And then the police went to the house. When they went to the house, they didn't find the gun. So Was he, he there? He was there, yeah. Okay. And that's why he got so upset because I I called the police. And then what happens? Did you leave the house? Yeah, anyway, I, I had to go to the house to Be sleep. And okay. he say, why are you still here? You have to go. And he say, it's where, where I am sleeping, where I'm living. I have no place okay, to tell go. Tell me how you end up out of the house. What happens that forces you out of the house? He gets a restraining order? Because he's, he went to the next day to the police and say that I tried to kill him. I put Try a knife him how? in his, uh, one knife in his stomach, and I told supposedly I told him, get out and get away of me. If no, I'm going to kill you. Okay. Did that happen? No. Okay. So he tells the police that, and he gets a restraining order? Yeah. And the and restraining then, order, the part next... of the restraining order says you have to leave the house. No, the police come to the house next day at 6.30 in the morning, and they took, take me in the jail. Did she put a knife to your stomach? Yes, ma'am. And say what? The words were, I know you have a gun. You hid it from the police. You come near me, I'm going to stab you. She never said she would kill me. Oh, well, if you have a gun and you come near me with a gun, I'd stab you too. What, what about have, that caused her to get arrested? Ma'am, I have never owned a gun. I have never possessed a gun. I have never shot a gun. I Did don't she like do anything knife. with the knife? She was holding it with her hand. Towards my stomach. Here's what I want. I want you to come up forward, and there's my bailiff. Pretend my bailiff is is. You come near me, 
I'm going to stab you. And what did you do? You backed out? OK. And why was she saying that to you? Were you coming near her? I came into the kitchen to get something to eat. OK. And according to you, what she says is, I know you have a gun. You hid it from the police. You come near me, and I'll stab you. Yes. And so you go to the police the next day. You get arrested. You have a criminal case pending. Who's representing you on the criminal case? My attorney. So the attorney who's representing you, is it a private attorney or a public defender? Private. OK. According to you, he's reached out to you after all this and was trying to get back together? Did he reach out to you and tell you he still loves you and wants to get back yes, together? Yes, of course. When did that happen? After I got arrested. Uh, and he put me arrested because uh, I left the house at 10 a.m. in the morning. And he said I tried to kill him at 9.30 in the morning. And then his attorney called me and tried to make some conciliation for my divorce. I say, no, I'm not going to make conciliation. And then... Meaning the attorney tried to settle with you that if you pay X, then... To him, yeah. yeah. He want to pay to him a lot of money. Well, for... he says you damaged the radio. Did you break the radio? No. Is that no, in the just... restraining order that you broke the radio? No. According to you, did she break the radio before or after you applied for the restraining order? That would be before. Why wouldn't it be in the restraining order that she busted your radio? Because at the time, I was more concerned about being stabbed with a knife than a broken radio. So when did you notice that? Did you ever see the radio broken or no? No. So then why would he bust the radio when it's no longer going to be in your possession? I didn't know. How can I break my car? How can I destroy my car? And after uh, one, one month, he started to buy, to ask for the money for the car. He was uh, asking for the money. The Where taxes. were you living at that point? At that point, I was living in the, car, in, the, in the house of my friend. Okay. So now you're separated. Yeah. The divorce is pending. Your criminal charges are pending. And now he is suing you for $300 for a tow. Tell me about that. Where does a tow come into play? Because I didn't have the keys, because she got rid of the key. Did you ever return a key to him, or? When I leave the house, because the police take me into the jail, I have no time for okay, take the key. Okay, you keep putting key. your hands in your handcuffs? Yeah, right. I had used my cell phone and my Her hands were in handcuffs. She couldn't give you a key. All right, and then, so you had to tow it. Uh, wasn't there a spare key in the house? When we bought the car, it was only one key. Why would you buy a car with only one key? Why wouldn't you get another key? I made? thought there was two. The guy said he had to look in the shop to find it, and he never found it. So we only had one key. Okay. And she had And it. according to you... Yes, that's true. But when uh, Christmas time, he gave me the second key, the copy of the key. That, he put that in your stocking? Yeah, in my stocking. He gave me the copy. you have a picture copy. of it? Yes. Why do you have a picture of it? I got the copy for the key. And, but he always keep the copy because in the case that I love the original case. So wait, he put a copy of the key in your... Um, in the, the socking. Okay, as a present? As a present. Yeah, these things are actually pretty expensive, right? Very. They were very expensive. How much yep. did it cost to get the other copy? Nothing, because that wasn't the key to the car. Oh, that so was just, I told this? her I would take it to the shop to get a key made. Oh, so but this we was never just did. a placeholder-like? Yeah. Okay, and you never did it? Nope. All right, so in any event, so it gets towed, then $609 to rekey it, because she didn't return the key, I guess. And uh, monies to replace the radio and monitor. Do you have pictures of the damaged radio? Yes, ma'am. What's this a picture of? That's a picture of her keychain. Her keychain. 
Okay, but why are you? Why is it here? What am I supposed to glean from it? Why did you put it in evidence? Because these are the keys after she got escorted out of the house. She told the police when she was being escorted, she lost the key. Where did you find those? This key. This is a facsimile of a type of key. Okay, but where these did you find those? These were on the dresser those? in the bedroom. Okay. To get this facsimile. Please leave the car these. keys on the kitchen table tonight. Right. On the and 24th. then this shows that somebody has banged the, the car radio. Yeah. What is this a picture of? That's the keys. Where? Her key oh, chain on the table? On the table. There's a, a second picture that went through that. You mean blown up? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is a picture of the car key on that keychain. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, along okay. with the house keys. And to lose the and keys, this is the like two she of said, you? yeah, in a happier moment. And what is this a picture of? That was a picture I took of the car from the outside because I didn't couldn't get in with a broken radio. How it can you see in this picture that there's a broken radio? Because you can only see it. Yeah, it doesn't show too well. Yeah, That's no, how why. could you see it? Because oh, you couldn't the, get in, so how no, could you from the, see it? From the window, I could see the... The, the monitor. How come crap. I can't see it from the window? It's a crappy picture. In color, You're it looks suing brown. for $2,329, monies for penalty from loan company. Tell me about that. Why would that be her responsibility? Well, if I didn't have to take the car off the road because of her poor driving habits and the ticket she got, which I got stuck with, then I wouldn't have taken the car off the road. And the loan company found out about it. Why would you get stuck it. with her ticket? Because the car was in my name. Yeah, but so what? Was, was it a moving name. violation or a parking ticket? No, there was two moving violations, I believe, zipping through tolls on the Easy Pass, going out to wherever, JFK or to... Okay. And there was one running red light by the camera. Okay. And all those, all those take really okay, a picture Okay, but what is this the... $2,329 penalty right. from a loan company? When you took out a loan in order to be big man on campus and give her the car and, you know, and all this... I never gave her the car. Okay, well, then when I you took out a loan a in order to have a second car in your house that right. the person you were married to could use, when you did that, why was that not on you? Why does she all of a sudden have to pay back all this stuff? That wasn't the original plan. The original plan was happily ever after. So long as she's the nice submissive woman she was the first six months before she got a job and then got friends. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done. What'd you end up doing with the car? Where's the car now? Sold. Okay. So there's a deficit because you took out a loan and, of course, the car is depreciated. Yes. All right. Then almost $800 for lost wages and what? Preparing your case? One day here. Because I do work nights. So that's what it is. And then, then the 157.76 for aggravation just to get to 5000 right? Yeah. Okay. So essentially, you're saying she owes you all this money because she didn't give you a key when she got carted off to jail and she bashed a radio. You didn't see her bash the radio. You just know the radio was bashed when you came to the car. 
You didn't tell the police about it when they were on the property because the radio bashing had happened before the police got there. You didn't tell the police about it, and that's what we got. So what evidence do you have that she bashed the radio? Even you didn't believe it enough to go ahead and tell the police that she had bashed it and accuse her of it with the police. How are you gonna prove it in my courtroom? I was hoping the circumstantial evidence for that she had vehicle, the vehicle was fine before she had it and took it away, and when she came back home, it was damaged. Okay, and according to you, you never went away, and it was never damaged in your possession, right? No. See, I don't know when it was damaged because you don't make a police report about it, which would then fit, you know, set the time in stone of when it got damaged. I would know, well, it had to get damaged before then because he reported it to the police. Yeah, okay. Um, I've heard enough, and I I've got to tell you, um, There are plenty of marriages that work with this tremendous age difference. I don't doubt that this is a marriage that was actually born of love because it lasted for so long before she showed up in America and you were able to get her here. This isn't my typical case of, uh, yeah, we knew each other for 20 minutes, I married her, and then I tried to bring her over here. This isn't that kind of case. You don't have any evidence that she bashed the radio. She would certainly never, under any stretch of the imagination, be responsible for a loan in your name on the car or any deficit because you're upside down now when you decide that you're going to sell the car that, you, according to her, you gave to her. It is a marital asset, right? Because it happens after. So you basically threw away half, you, you have half her car. That's going to all come out in the divorce. So in this lawsuit that you have filed against her, I find in her favor, I do not rule in your favor, and that dispenses of this. But you folks are still gonna face criminal court. That's the most important thing that's going on right now. Um, you. And you, of course, still have the divorce that you have in front of you, uh, where I guess things like the key and the spare key and who gets what, and I sold it for X. How much did you sell it for? 65. 6,500, and whether you have a claim to it because it's a marital asset at the time, it doesn't matter whose name it is, but it's a marital asset. There's all kinds of stuff going on I'm going to leave in the divorce court's hands. Good luck to both of you. So the plaintiff fails to prove his case to the judge. Mr. Deegan, what are you thinking right now? Well, this is only the first case. Yeah. There's plenty, a lot more to go. There's still the divorce and everything else. Right. So we're just warming up. Are you still interested in getting back with her? There's a lot of water under the bridge, but she hasn't reached out to me either, so it's gonna be hard. Very interesting. Okay, thank you very much. Thank sir. you, sir. Sorry about it. Okay. So now here comes the defendant, and what's your reaction to what just happened? I sir? had enough uh, for proof that I make anything in the case. Uh, I still keep going. I have more jobs for to do. I have to show up uh, a lot of things. This man is going to destroy my, my life. And I have to make something. Good luck Thank to you. you so much. Okay. Bye -bye. Thank you very much. What do you think, Harvey? So, look, I want to give you guys some advice that is so important. If you are in an abusive relationship, and it doesn't matter if you're married, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, uh, you need to protect yourself. And if somebody is doing something bad to you and they're hurting you, Go to the courthouse and get a restraining order. You generally don't need a lawyer, and the clerks can often be helpful. That will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now.
This is the plaintiff, Michael Beekick. He says he purchased adjustable Bowflex dumbbells from the defendant, and they turned out to be defective. The dumbbells weren't functional, and when he called the defendant to complain, she told him she knows people, and that he better not call her again or she would fix him. But good. Bottom line, the dumbbells were listed like new, and he's here suing for the return of his $150. This is the defendant, Barbara Lavarco. She says she and the plaintiff met in person. He tried the dumbbells out to see if they worked, purchased them, and then left. A week later, he calls complaining they were broken and began threatening her. She told the plaintiff he was crazy if he thought she was going to give him his money because he had them for a week, and who knows what he did with them. She's prompt to present her defense today in court and is confident of her victory once the judge hears the facts. She's accused of pushing her weight around. Okay. All parties, please your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff bought weights from the defendant and says almost before he even used them, they started falling apart. But the defendant says they worked fine when she had them. It's the case of you really are a dumbbell. Okay. So you'd been looking to buy some dumbbells and you go online and find on Facebook Marketplace that someone near you was selling Bowflex dumbbells. Those are them. These are that. Now, those are the ones where you can make them several different weights, whatever it is they have there. You can make them as light as? Uh, I think five and a half pounds. And as heavy as? 52 and a half pounds. Okay. So who's selling them? They were mine. She put they them were on yours. Mm -hmm. You're the one. Come on, step, step on them. <clears throat> you put them on uh, the internet for her. Yes. Because you were familiar with how to do that, and she wasn't. Yes. And what's the relationship between you two? Neighbors. Yeah. Neighbors and friends. Okay. So you go over to where to see the dumbbells? Are they at your house or at your house? My house. So he goes over to your house? No, um, I met him at a, a shopping center. What, did you carry those things? No, I had them in my car. Oh, you had them in your car? Yeah. I oh, put them in my car for him. That, that'll give you some bad mileage. All right, so, so <laughs> well, then yeah. you uh, see them and what do you think? They look good. Right. Um, well, did you go like this? Yeah, so I, yeah. I tested them out at kind of the higher weights, you mm -hmm. know, 40 pounds, 50 pounds, and just said, Okay, these seem to work okay. Um, Barbara seemed like a very nice woman. When I drove out of the parking lot, I said, wow, it's a really nice lady. Um, they look exactly- Did you buy them in the parking lot? I bought them, I gave her $150. Right, $150, and you have been saying, or you have been, somebody had been telling him, look, we have another buyer, if you, because he was trying to yeah. negotiate the price. Yes. And you said, we have another buyer, if you don't want to buy them. And he's like, no, 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 I'll pay the 150. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, did you really have another buyer or just... Yeah, we had plenty. They, 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 within minutes, people were inquiring right away. Right. You think you set the price too low? You probably, well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to be greedy. I was right, right. Be... So you buy them for $150, and mm -hmm. when is it that you complain? On 12-17. Which was how later. many days later? Six days later. All right. And what is it you say to them? I said, finally had a chance to try the weights tonight. One of the plates fell off almost immediately. It means one of the dumbbells is pretty much unusable. I'd like to give them back to you and get my money back. Okay. And your response to that was? Um, there was nothing wrong with them. I have pictures of them anyway, if you'd like to. Yeah. So what's, what do you so say said, is wrong with the... Um, I thought you were going to put your hand out and I was going to walk oh. out. <laughs> what's wrong with the... Okay. There you go. So how is it supposed to work? 
Is it supposed to snap in? So this is supposed to stay locked in there. Okay, well, what was it doing the day you bought it? If it's not to set, if it's not set to 15, 17 and a half, or 20 pounds, it doesn't use this weight, so it's okay. But when you set it to 15 pounds, it falls apart. But can we look at it and see why? Is there something missing? So it looks like the space in between, I have pictures in there too, but the space where this weight is supposed to fit is just wider than it should be. Okay, pull the weight out. It looks like what? You're saying that this space is wider than it should be? Why don't you put it in a different spot? It's what not happened? supposed to go in a different spot. How do you know? Because this way it's supposed to go there. They're in set well, put spots. Put it in a different spot and see what happens. Same so thing? Gonna, yeah, because it's not made for that spot. This is the spot it's made for, and it, you could feel it kind of sticks a little bit. But Let then go. It's... That's a dangerous thing. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so I guess what you're saying is you didn't test it out very well before you bought it. Right? I would say I didn't test it out at every single weight. Which is what you're buying and complaining about is every single weight, right? I figured if it wasn't going to work, it wasn't going to work at a higher weight. When I put it at 15 pounds and it fell apart, that's when I had a problem. Yeah, it looks like this now, so I don't know. Have you, like, sent a picture of it to Bowflex so they can mm -hmm. tell you what they think is wrong with it? I sent pictures. I was what did they phone. say? They said that it is either defective well, or, okay. well, no, but did they say we, how to solve it? They said it can't be solved. Okay, they said that, they, no, let me see what Bowflex said. Show it to me. Well, these are the pictures that I sent them. And how, how can, the, the thing that is happening, how does such a thing happen? How do they get damaged and that happens? Could have been the way they were stored. If they were oh, stored. Oh, could have been the way they were dropped too, though, right? I never dropped them. <laughs> okay, well, the, and there's the rub, right? You've had them for six days. And this is a used as-is sale. By operation of law, it is an as-is sale, okay, You're, when you buy something that's used. So why do you have a six-day warranty? Your Honor. Or an any-day warranty? Why is it just too bad, listed, so sad? Know what you're buying. If she had listed them as-is, then I wouldn't she be She doesn't here. have to. She said by they're like new. To me. Right, I know. By operation of law, when it is a used item, and you knew that she's not Bowflex, she's not Mrs. Bowflex, okay? So you knew it was a used item. By operation of law, it is an as-is sale. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a default position. So unless she gave you a warranty, is there a warranty somewhere or just the words like new condition? Because, like new condition. Right. Or well, they look great. Um, you know, it kind of behooves you to try them out and make sure everything's working the way it is. But more than that, how does anyone not know that you dropped them and that's why they don't work? How, how, if you're, if it was them, if they had bought it from you and all of a sudden, hey, this thing, this thing looked fine. Everybody else who was monkeying around with it said it was great. You know, I thought it was just garbage and now it turns out I can get 150 bucks for it. Oh, we listed the price too low. What's wrong with you, neighbor? You know, or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, cause there's a million people trying to come to my house and take them. You know, why is, how is it if you had sold it to them and they a week later said, this is broken, wouldn't you be saying, wait, nobody said it was broken before now. You've had them six days. How do I know you didn't break? Isn't that exactly what you would be thinking? Possibly. Right. The That's why the law is what the law is, because we don't know what the person did. It's not that the law is calling you a liar. It's that you are bound by the same law. You have a problem, and your problem is that when you buy something that is used, it behooves you to make sure 
that it works in every way that you want it to work. That is super dangerous. And uh, I, by the way, you were going to show me something from Bowflex. What, what happened with that? So I just have what they told me. This was in the information that I had sent over to Barbara right before I filed my complaint, which was about um, 45 minutes before she made her first harassment call to me. She made so, a harassment, harassment call harassment to you? Call. Uh, she actually called me twice. How was um, it? How, what, what makes them into harassment calls? Yeah. She's told me she knows people in law enforcement. Um, hold, that, on, hold on, ma'am. That she um, is going to get a lawyer, that she's going to fix me. Um, I took Excuse me. Excuse both of you. Stop talking to each other. Okay? You're in court now. The time for that has passed. So okay. you direct your comments to me. Don't you wag your finger at the defendant. Okay. Go ahead. Said she knows people in law enforcement. She said she talked to the courts and that I have no right to sue. She said, I waited six days. Too bad. You waited too long. In this conversation, I had no opportunity to speak because. So this is a verbal just, conversation. This is a verbal you, when conversation. When you were reading, you were reading your notes, not a text. Well, because she would only. Is call that a text me from, or your notes? These are my notes okay, because she only called me from unlisted numbers. Okay. I gave her my cell phone number so that I could try to resolve this in a positive manner. Okay, that's not a harass. Even I'm going to assume for a moment that she said every word you just said. Okay. She. Uh, I'm going to assume she said every word. How is that a harassment right? phone call? Um, she also told me that she's going to take all of my notes and go to the police and file a harassment charge against me. Okay. Um, I find in this case that there are zero grounds. I don't know whether she spoke to the courts or not, but she happens to be right on the law. Uh, it's an as-is sale. You don't have a right to your money back. This is why it's so incredibly important for everybody out there who is buying a used item, whether it's a dishwasher, a washing machine, a car, a skateboard, or Bowflex weights. <laughs> that you test it out in every single way. Take your time. Test it out in every single way because you're going to have to, you're going to lose your ability to prove that they were bought faulty when you walk off. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. Okay? Verdict for the defendant. Well, I think everybody watching this case just learned a valuable lesson today. Whenever you buy something that's not new, you lose the right to sue. It's, uh, it's information I didn't realize. Um, I'll never buy something on Facebook again because people can just lie and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, but you got to check it out. It's yeah. up to no, you. No, no, I understand you that. Know? But okay. people could say whatever they want. That's and, right. um, you know, yeah, you got to take people at your word. So you learned a good lesson. Yeah. Sorry absolutely. about that. Okay. I guess you keep the barbells, right? I guess so. <laughs> All right, good luck with them. Well, did he really threaten you? You threatened him. No, he says I threatened him. Yeah. I, I just said to him, he said, I'm going to take you to court. I said, well, then you know what? I know people, too. And they, I, they've <laughs> told me it's as is. Okay. And believe me, you broke them. <laughs> okay. Well, you've learned something, too. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you. Harvey? Okay, Doug, look, we have talked about this many, many times before. When you buy something that is delivered to you, especially... Look at it, inspect it thoroughly before you accept it. If you accept it and you don't look and you find out there's a problem afterwards, you're screwed. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. 
This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done.